Hello guys, welcome to Kingdom Grace Studio. I'm here with Jamaica. Briefly tell the audience who you are. Um, so I am born and raised in Peoria, Illinois. Um, I'm a preacher's kid. Um, so I've been in church as long as I've known. I know. Um, I now lead worship um, for two churches here in the Peoria area. Um, I'm a mom, I'm a friend, I'm a sister. Nice. Um, I'm a daughter. That's pretty much me in a nutshell. Wow. So how do you balance serving two churches? That's, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> I'm just curious to know. Uh, to be honest, I'm still learning. Um, I have only been doing this now for since October of last year. Um, it's funny how you get to a point in life that you're like, okay, I don't think that singing is for me. I don't think ministry is for me. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to do this. And then someone comes up to you and says, hey, um, we need a worship leader. And the first name that came to mind was you. And I'm just like, <laughs> no, me and God talked. This is not for me. This is not what he called me yeah. to do. So it was kind of one of those situations where he was kind of putting me back into place. Um, and then um, at that time, my pastor had kind of given me a chance to just sit back because I had a lot of a lot of things going on. But then he was like, oh, so you can go there. OK, well, let's get you back on the road. So now I'm, I'm taking care of two churches and I'm still working on how to balance both of them. But um, I will say that the passion is most definitely being renewed. And so I'm wow, just taking it day amazing. by day. <laughs> I usually like to ask my guest their salvation experience. Okay. I'm just curious to know the day that you made that decision to give your life to the phenomenon of Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> well, I will have to say that I'm a preacher's kid. So I've been in church my whole life. Um, I've participated in church and ministry for as long as I can remember. Um, started off singing in the choir. Um, then from there, started directing the choir. Then from there, started helping out in praise team. And then from there, started leading worship. So church has always been a part of my life. Um, serving in the ministry has always been a part of my life. Um, but I think it wasn't until probably my early 20s that I actually decided to take it seriously. Um, it was one of those situations where when growing up, you know, being PK, I was always sheltered. Um, my parents pretty much kept me from a lot of things. So um, when little opportunities presented itself, I was always like that good kid. But, you know, let me toe the line just a little bit. Let me check this out real quick. So um, my dad always used this term, don't pitch your tent too close. And I had a habit of doing that from time to time. And the last time I did it, it, it actually did get me in enough trouble to where I had to get, I got in trouble with the law and I was like, okay, this is really <laughs> not for me. It looks fun, yeah. but this is not for me. So it was kind of one of those situations where um, I was like, okay, I'm going to take you serious. I'm actually going to take some time, get to know you, um, learn about you for myself, not just from what I've learned from other pastors or from my dad or from my mom, but like literally get into my own word, get to know you, um, start praying on, from, on my own, you know, on my own behalf and for myself. And so that's pretty much, I guess, the shift was, um, okay, you can't play with God anymore. It's time to start taking him seriously and really getting to know him. I just want to emphasize on the point that you want to get to know God for yourself, you know, because mm -hmm. our work with God is personal. Mm 
on a personal level to reach out to you, not not just mm-hmm. because yes, your dad played a role, your mother played a role, your friends, mm-hmm. church members mm-hmm. played a role, but it's 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 up to you now to say, you know what, God, it's me and you. You know, mm-hmm. me too. I had that experience where I decided, oh my God, it's me and you. I want to know you for myself. Tell us more about your journey becoming a, a gospel recording artist. Ooh, um, so these songs um, started off as just kind of like venting sessions. They were mostly um, me writing um, to God, prayers, uh, frustrations. Um, so when I I um, moved to a different church. Um, I got to a point in my spiritual walk that I was like, okay, now I need to stop serving and really kind of be fed. And so um, at my new church home, one of the first things that one of the members gave me was this prayer book. Now I had already wrote um, some stuff in like multiple different notebooks. And so this little prayer book gave me an opportunity to merge everything together. So um, that's kind of how the songs really started birthing is after I started moving them from little random notebooks into this one book specific for prayers or conversations with God. The songs were more of over a seven year span. The whole season itself lasted about 10 years. Um, But in that season, it was just a lot of loss and a lot of grief um, a lot of it, um, you know, some of it self-imposed, some of it like, okay, God, I said I was going to walk with you, what's going on? So some of it was like, okay, well, this is a result of things that you did then, which at that time, I didn't realize it. I was just angry. I was just frustrated. I was just discouraged. I was just sad. And so um, it was just a lot of, it was an opportunity for me to try to stay connected with him in some shape, way, or form, because I honestly was kind of losing myself and losing that relationship with him with everything going on. Um, So these songs were really birthed out of um, just my experiences at that time. And it, uh, it was a kind of a testimony of everything I was going through. And I mean, some of it was like really um, generic, like loss of loss of a job, which then kind of domino effect into other things. Like um, I was a foster parent at the time. So losing my, my home then, which meant losing my children. Um, and then um, just losing, um, deciding to walk with God. I lost friends and people that I thought were friends or people that I wanted to hold on to that really weren't for me. So it was just a lot of loss, a lot of hurt, a lot of betrayal. And so these songs were kind of birthed out of these conversations where, God, I'm upset with you. You'll probably see that theme in a lot of the songs. Um, I'm upset with you. I don't like this. I'm, I, don't, I don't appreciate this. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to love on you. At the end of the day, I'm still going to serve you. At the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about you and whatever it is that you've called me to do. So it's like one of those situations where it's like, I'm mad and I'm hurt, but I'm going to still love on you. I'm still going to keep walking this walk. And I'm just waiting (laughs) for you to do something. I'm waiting for you to show me or, um, you know, send me a revelation because right now I'm not understanding what's going on. So that's really how these songs were birthed. They started off as prayers or just me writing in a journal. And then from there, I would wake up with a melody or I'd be driving on a street and a melody would hit, would hit me. And some of the lyrics or some of the words of the, the songs that I had written um, were kind of coming to my head. So then I just sat down and just kind of started, okay, what else can I put here? And here I am in 2019 showed up and I had 10 whole songs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. okay, I guess I best record these. So. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Just just to relate um to add to what you have said, when I look at David's life, because he wrote most of the Psalms in the book of Psalms, mm-hmm. 
and he always expressed his concerns and cares to God. And he's not afraid to be vulnerable and mm -hmm. to tell God, God, I need help. He's not yes. afraid to express his frustration. You know, even David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And then when we and I, when we read Psalms, we see a frustrated man of God. We see a concerned man of God. We see a man of God who at times is afraid, who at times has been attacked and is not afraid to, to acknowledge and call for help from God. And we read those Psalms and, and find comfort in them. Yes. So I see that, that most times you gospel artists, they compose your music based on your experience, based on your hurt based on your past, based on your challenges, as you have clearly mentioned, God uses our pain for, for, for us to be able to testify. And you are doing that through your music, right? So when people listen to it, like, you know what, like, for example, in my case, I just listened to your song titled Choose Joy, right? Yes, you have other songs like Grateful and all that stuff, but Choose Joy is something that connect with me right on because of what happened to me yesterday, right? That is personal that I was able to God use that music to connect with my soul, to connect with my spirit, right? Because so, so it, it clearly shows that your experiences don't go to waste. Your experiences are not a vain. God will always make something good out of it, right? Yes. Thanks for sharing that. Now, one question I want to ask you is that what is your core message or messages in, in your, in your music or in your content what message do you want to pass across to, to your audience, people that will listen to it, be it believers, unbelievers? What do you want to achieve? Um, so I guess for the, the, the album and I guess the theme behind it, um, is it's easy for us as Christians, really just humans, period. When we go through things, it, it we internalize it and we um, you know, the, the, the devil start talking to you and you start thinking that you're the only one who's gone through this. You're the only one who's going through this. No one understands. And then that's where that anxiety and that oppression comes in, because then you decide to hold that stuff in instead of releasing it. And then it just kind of it, it, it ends up trying to transferring into depression and then possibly even turning into some sort of uh, anxiety because you're holding on to this stuff. And it's it, the whole point of the album and it was just a reminder to me and to also to be a reminder to my listeners that we all struggle. We are all going through something. Seasons are going to come and they're going to go good ones, bad ones. And um, that people may not know exactly what it is that you're going through, but the emotions behind it, the feelings behind it, those are things that we as humans, we as Christians, we do share because he gave us the same emotions. When we use them, you know, is, is when we use them. But those feelings are still feelings that he gave us. And it's okay to have them. Um, he just doesn't want us to sin while we have them. He wants us to, you know, do what's right in them. And so I just want to remind people and to remind myself that um, we're not a burden to God. We are a blessing. He made, it, he made us for his glory for, and, and to enjoy us. So when we're going through, he wants to hear from us um, and, that, and that he is a deliverer. He is a way maker. He is a provider. He is our shoulder to cry and to lean on. He is our cover. He is our peacemaker. Even when it, we, we don't feel him, that doesn't mean he's not there. So mm -hmm. to use him, to talk mm -hmm. to him, to and and just keep crying and, and travailing and, and and yelling out or whatever it is until you get what it is that you need um, from him. He knows every struggle. 
He knows every decision, both poor and good, that we've made, even before we were making him. Um, so we shouldn't be ashamed to bring it to him. And mm-hmm. that um, he's actually waiting for us to do that so he can set wow. us free. Wow. So um, that's really the biggest message that I want to give to any listener, because that is something he constantly is just breathing into me. Because I, I, I honestly feel like, um, you know, things aren't always going to be great. There's going to be moments. And so you have to learn how to live moment by moment, day by day. And then you have to learn to rejoice in the very moments that he's giving you because tomorrow may not be that great of a day. And you can't use that as an excuse to say, oh, well, forget you. No, that we are here for a reason and we have to continue to walk in that. And so for me, I'm just going to continue to walk. I'm going to continue to sing for his glory. I'm going to continue to, to lead into worship and let him continue to renew that passion day by day, moment by moment. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just waiting to see what he's going to do next. I have some songs that are half written right now, um, oh, but nice. I've, I've never considered myself a real like writer. Like I'm just going to be this leader, this, this CD maker. Um, I honestly write what he gives me. If it doesn't give me anything full or complete, it just sits there because at the end of the day, they're really just conversations for me, or it could just be something that he has given me that whoever I might run into, it might be for them, but I know it's written down because I work better when I write things down. Um, And then we'll just see where it goes at this point. It's all in his hands and I'm just taking it day by day, moment by moment. Thank you. Thank you. Just the, the title of your album, when life hurts, man, that's, that's a deep title. Can you elaborate more on why did you come up with such an interesting title when life hurts? Um, I, like I said, that, that's, that's, that, um, those songs, those prayers, those conversations were birthed out of situations that I was dealing with, um, over the years. Um, I had become, I had lost my job. I had, um, started living out of my vehicle. Um, from there, I lost my home. Like I said, I, I was a foster parent. So the, the children that I had not adopted, um, I, I lost them. And um, I, don't, I don't know if anybody else who's known the feeling about being a foster parent, but when you're really in it for the right reasons, those kids are yours and your heart mm-hmm. attaches itself to them. And so that was a real personal loss for me. I really felt like I was losing my children. Um, so I had two adoptive girls at the time. So those I, I was able to keep, but then it was kind of um, this feeling of uh, inadequacy as a parent, because now I've lost everything and I have these two babies and they had to experience this loss with me. And I, it's my, I, I was supposed to be my job as a parent to um, protect them, to cover them. Um, so that in and of itself gave me that feeling of shame, that feeling of inadequacy, that feeling of, um, I'm not enough. And so I was dealing with that and trying to fight, you know, depression and not letting that overtake me. Um, and then I, in this span, I've, I've, I've gotten married, I've gotten separated, I've gotten divorced. So it's just been a whole lot of loss, Mm. a whole lot of disappointment, a whole lot of feeling feelings of betrayal. And I think the feeling of betrayal after you've given all of you to someone um, really put me to, I think, my lowest state. And um, so 
when I, it was just a mo- a life, a season where I just felt like I was just getting blow after blow after blow after blow. And so when life hurts was birth because life was hurting, but at the end of the day, I still had to serve him at the end of the day. I still had to be there for as a mom. At the end of the day, I still had to be there at that time as a wife. I couldn't let life, hurt of life and the cares of life keep me from doing or taking care of my responsibilities. So um, when life hurt is basically saying that life is not always going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. It is going to hurt. But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, we have things we've got to do. And so we got to pick ourselves up. You know, um, Donnie McClurkin said, we fall down, but we get up. Yeah, and wow. I, a lot of people are like, well, you know, um, he's talking about sin. But yeah, that may be ca- that the case. But falling down doesn't necessarily mean that you're sinning. Mm-hmm. Falling down could just be that it's just a low moment in life right now. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you've got to get up. You've got to keep moving forward. You've mm-hmm. got to keep pushing. You got to pray until something happens. You got to push until something happens. You've got to persevere until something happens. And so. I guess when life hurt, that's just how that title birth. Life was hurting, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to serve you. I'm still going to do what I have to do for my kids, for my family, for my church. I really admire your resilience and persistence, even though, yes, even Jesus said that in this world, we are going to have tribulation. And Jesus was very yes. realistic. You understand? It was yes. like, you know, life, life is going to be hard. Life is going to be tough. But you know what? I want you to share uh, because at the end, I have overcome the world, Right. And um, you did not allow when life was hurting you to remain down. God gave you the grace to get up, to keep pushing, Thank you, you know, to, to say, you know what? He will cause all things to work together. You see, all things. That's, that's, that's a, sometimes when we read the Bible, we think it's just a, a fable word or it's just a, a, a mystical word. But it's, it's a practical word that you can believe in and use it that my God, yes. when, when, when he will cause everything good or bad to work together to those who love him you love god and to those who are called according to his purpose you have a purpose for god which is to, to the gift of singing the gift of the, of a worshiper to use that gift to be a blessing to people and i'm one of yeah. thank you so much for 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 sharing what, what you have gone through and and sharing the, the deep things about your music because sometimes when we listen to this gospel uh songs we want to know the artist behind the music, what they are going through. You're saying that, guys, this song was brought out of my pain, out of my sorrow. And they see, wow, they're able to connect with the artist. But each title of your song makes sense. Each title makes sense. All of them speaks, right? Can you hear me? Will wind. He will never let me go. Love never left my side. Choose joy. Ooh. Think of you, grateful, I will go with all my heart, true freedom. Jamaica, just, just the title of your music speaks volume of just the, the name of the album, right? <laughs> I think of you, choose joy, grateful, I will go with all my heart, true freedom. Powerful, powerful. You are you're anointed woman of God keep the fire going you know you are going places and i pray that god will continue to empower you write those songs write those prayer keep sharing your experience because the more you're doing it the more victorious you are becoming the more yes. somebody else that you can be a blessing Ika, she went through this but this woman was so strong she got up if she can do it i can also do it you are testifying my sister you are testifying you know <laughs> how does your your personal walk with god connect with your ministry 
Oh, um, it's <laughs> my walk is the fuel, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, for my ministry. Um, I'm learning because I'm with everything that's going on. I'm kind of spending my my forties, um, get re getting to know me. Um, actually, focusing more on me. Uh, my 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 girls are older now; they're teenagers. They pretty much nice, nice. take care of themselves. So it gives me the opportunity to really work on hmm. the inner me, getting to know who I am. Because it's easy to lose yourself yeah. when you spend so much time taking care of everybody else. So um, my ministry right now is just me getting to know me and then those revelations that God gives me, just making sure it, it, I mean, it automatically just pours out Mm. in my worship and I'm not trying to push my agenda on people. It's just, that's what God is dealing with me right now. Um, But I'm learning that um, allowing what he's dealing with, with me to come out in my, my worship um, in front of others that there are actually, there are people who come up to me and say, I appreciate this. I appreciate your vulnerability. There was something that when I heard you cry out, it just, something in me just had to do the same. And it was something that I've been trying not to do. Um, I'm just loving your vulnerability. And um, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, um, because that's really all I can go by at this point, um, that my vulnerability is like, it's it's God's way of showing other people they can be vulnerable as well. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just appreciate being a vessel. So right now that's, mm-hmm. that's really my ministry. My ministry right now is what I'm learning as I'm getting to know me is overflowing into my worship. And then from wow. there, um, God's doing the rest. Um, and he is um, from what I can see at this point, he's just showing other people that it's okay to be vulnerable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I ask people, um, how do you describe your type of music or how do you describe Christian music? For me, my type of music, I guess, would just be whatever connects with me. Um, I've always been into singing. I've always been in. So in school, I've I've done classical. I've done opera. I've done um, musical theater, um, of course, gospel. Um, I've done R&B. I've done all of that. Um, so all of that has some, or done jazz, all, all of that has some sort of um, connection into what I do. I mean, even in this, in this the album that I created, I think you'll find a little bit of um, CCM, you'll find a little bit of jazz tones, um, yeah. jazz fusion in there. Um, you'll find a little bit of R&B because all of that in some way, shape or form, whether it be the lyrics or the music or the beat, it had connected with me in some way. Um, so honestly, music to me is just music. Um, and it has to connect with me on a deeper level. Like I can hear a song, but it may not be the lyrics that caught me. It may be the chords, um, or Mm -hmm. I could hear a song and it may not be the singer that caught me, but it could be the lyrics that were being said and that were ministered to me at that time. Um, so for me, it really, is just a mixture of everything. Um, it depends on the song. Um, and then what in that song touched me. So I'm a a fusion of everything. Thank you so much. Um, Do you have any final word to the listener out there that you would like to share before we dismiss? I just want to encourage you to just continue to be vulnerable, continue to be transparent. 
own your truth. Um, we've all fallen short. We've all messed up. And I mean, I'm, some people may say I talk too much and I'm telling too much of my business, but it's my truth. And if I've learned from it, then why not share it so that somebody else can learn or um, be encouraged because they may be walking in that same situation or something similar. So um, just continue to love on God and continue to walk in your truth and don't be ashamed. Um, just grow from it, learn from it and keep moving forward. I love you guys. Thank you. Father, we just come to you first and foremost, just saying thank you. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for continuing to love us, even when it's hard for us to love ourselves. Thank you for just being faithful, even though sometimes we're not quite faithful to you. Um, we just want to continue to magnify you and just lift you up and give you glory and honor you. Father, we just ask that you just continue to show yourself mighty in our lives. Um, continue to show yourself strong. God, continue to send your angels for those who are needing to just feel you and have them encamp themselves around yes, your people so that they can feel your presence and to remind them that you are still here. Um, yes, even Lord. in those moments where you seem far away, you're still watching. You still know what's going on yes, and you will be there in the nick of time and you know what the right time and when the right time is, God. So we just ask that you continue to just pour yourself uh, into us, into our hearts, into our minds, into our, our lives, God, and just continue to just lead and guide us. And Father, give us the courage to walk in it and to give us the courage to follow you and give us the courage to keep moving forward. Um, we just love you and we thank you and we praise you in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen.